0: And welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw. Your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast with me, David Shaw. This week on my mind is technology. Um, It's becoming more and more apparent that technology is playing such a crucial role in the small business owners. Um, role position uh, on an everyday basis, um, and also to, to anyone that's an employee or even uh, you know an entrepreneur, solopreneur. Um, we can't be doing without our technology. And that's not necessarily so much. I'm not thinking so much connectivity, i.e., the internet although that is absolutely paramount to business today. Um, I mean, if you've seen a teenager um, go crazy when you switch off the broadband or the internet goes down, uh, and even myself, if I'm working from home and uh, the broadband goes down, I think the world has ended. Um, We've just getting very addicted to this connectedness. Um, but this week was more about sort of um, the, the role of technology um, in marketing, but, but also just in business as a whole. Um, I came from a, a technology background and, and have always worked in sort of the, the it space, but I think it's evolved more than just information technology. It's more than just a traditional sort of it. That's which used to stand very much separate as a, as an entity in an organization. You'd either have somebody or you'd have a company that looked after your it. And it was generally that was, you know, that meant the server and the, the computers, the, the PCs that we worked from, um, and there may well have been some role in sort of the telephone system as well. But that was sort of – that was business. And we had, you know, connected – I remember a time, you know, before the internet. And I remember, uh, you know, dial-up modems and uh, being very impressed of what we could do. Um, but And this is where what – we, what we actually call and define as Web 2.0 – and the difference between sort of the original internet and web 2.0 is the original internet was very much static information um, And there was lots of websites that just displayed, like I say, static bits of information that you could consume if you wanted to. But Web 2.0 was anything that you could now interact with, anything where you could create content or uh, you could add to. So, for example, Facebook or Twitter, uh, any of those things are what we'd consider a a Web 2.0 application. Now, back in my original sort of corporate career... It was very much, you know, applications were things that were installed on your PC, and the database might exist on the server, um, and you didn't need an internet connection to, to continue working. And it was, again, you know, often just inputting static information into CRM systems but it's so dramatically changed now. Um, I recently today just saw uh, an advert um, for uh, a piece of software that I'm very passionate about, and uh, I I really get a lot of enjoyment from the company as a whole and their role in, in sort of changing the way uh, what they term as inbound marketing. done. That's HubSpot. Now, they've got a free CRM tool. And I thought, well, I love HubSpot. Let's check out this free CRM tool. Now, CRM, for those that are not completely aware, stands for Customer Relationship Management. Um, and they've been around for many, many years. And I spent some time in my corporate career actually um, selling these, but also installing them and training people on how to use them. And the idea of a CRM was um, originally you'd input all of your, sort of your contacts and the companies and define them by their relationship and you would input any sort of communication that you had with your prospect or your customer into the crm and you'd also um some of them would automatically put emails that you'd sent or receive straight into the crm but also any sort of telephone calls and it was very much geared around this sort of outbound sales method of any sort of calls that you were doing or follow-up calls that required. It would set tasks and reminders for you. But it was a single place for all of your sales information to go to and you were able to sort of then get some sort of idea on potential sales coming in and funnels and all of this kind of stuff which has been you know, very much changed by digital and how the buying process has changed. Although still many thousands of companies are still operating in this method. Um, and so CRMs are still very prevalent. And obviously still relevant today in the fact that HubSpot, an inbound marketing technology company, are are now giving away the CRM. Now, in this case, a CRM isn't something you install. Um, It's actually uh, web-based, like a a lot of applications are today. So you can pick up any device when these applications are web-based, and they're referred to as SAS, which is S-A-A-S. Um, which stands for Software as a Service, and that just means that you can pick up any browser and you can navigate to their to their website, and all of the sort of the processing and all the action actually happens on the browser and on their server. You're sort of interacting with the with the software that sits on their server through your browser, um, and this CRM from HubSpot is no different, um, and it's fantastic. You know, it does everything that you'd imagine to, but even more so. One of the things I found quite fascinating uh, as I tried this out in the last few days was a little plugin um, that was connected to the browser. In my case, that's, uh, that's Google Chrome. Um, and what it actually um, done is called Signals um and what it done uh, sorry sidekick it used to be called signals apologies um and sidekick every time it was it's attached to my gmail account for my work and every time when i sent an email um not only did it then notify me that the person had read the email but it then sort of brought up a little sidebar and it automatically worked out their twitter handle based on their email address um and then displayed their most recent tweets now, this, I just found this absolutely fascinating At how far technology has come that a simple email to one person... Um, now, we've always had, like, read receipts and uh, and delivery receipts in our emails, but at this point, a little notification popped up on my phone and on my desktop telling me that this gentleman had read my email and exactly what time and what device he had opened it on. But then to display additional information that it had gone away and found by itself to try and help me understand who my prospect was a little bit more... And it just opened my eyes. And, I, you know, as a technologist, I, I love technology and I don't often sort of get too sort of wowed. But in this case, I was just kind of just it's just big data. It's just the amount of data that is now publicly available It's just making good sense of it. But it just goes to show just how far we have come in terms of technology and how important to something as simple as that to a small business owner or to a salesperson can really be. The other one that I saw uh, was last week. I was at, um, I'm part of a group called the British Technology uh, Alliance, and um, we had Microsoft presenting. Um, and They demonstrated, uh, or just showed us a video of their new up and coming products. I'm guessing it's a, probably a, a year or so away, but I may be wrong. But it was called HoloLens. Um, and what HoloLens was, it was it's very much similar in the vein to Google Glass, but upon sort of exploration, it's actually different. Where Google Glass ...was sort of more interacting with your mobile phone... ...this was more of a device that sat at home... ...and interacted with your PC... ...or as they explained, that could be your new Xbox... Um, ...or it could be your PC... ...because they'll be pretty much one and the same thing... ...but this one, you wore a headset... ...very much like the Oculus Rift ones... ...but instead of doing like a virtual reality... ...this one was very hologram based... And this sounds all very sort of Star Trek orientated. But what it enabled you to do was interact with content and it, and it utilised your environment. So one of the examples was, you know, a Skype video call where as you could be walking around the house the little sort of video screen was was sort of in your peripheral vision as you walk around the house and you can continue to be able to interact with the, you know this video call that was happening there was other examples with sort of um 3d graphics and actually you know using them as 3d objects in your space and adjusting them that way Um, which I don't know... As much as it looked fantastic, I don't know how practical that will be in terms of design and productivity. Um, But nevertheless, very impressive. They had other examples with Minecraft, which obviously Microsoft are just about to close the acquisition, if they haven't already, um, of Mojang. and, And now actually explaining how... In, in using HoloLens you could actually interact with like a Minecraft type environment but within your own home so utilising your own room and putting Minecraft blocks on the table or in the wall or on the floor uh, and the gentleman gave an example with some tests where they actually sort of within the digital environment within HoloLens sort of dug a hole in the, in the floor put some lava in it and then watch people physically walk around the lava um, just obviously quite a, a psychological interesting Point there, just how our our brains can obviously can see the lava and still can you know detect that as a danger and allow us to sort of uh, walk around it. But fascinating stuff, and that's a little bit futuristic, but it's not too much. It's you know the technology's there and it's working. How sort of uh, available it is and how much stuff is going to make things you know in terms of productivity is quite fascinating. Um, um, but it, technology has fundamentally just changed our lives and it's changed the way we interact with each other. Um. Saw a brilliant advert the other day. I'm um, just to see if I can remember this on the fly while I'm recording, and it was something along the lines of "Real men have status, while boys are updating theirs." And I thought that was fantastic. Um, but it was uh, just a very clever play on the fact that people we are we're just consistently, you know, connected to our social media um, and obsessed with connecting to the people and the places and the brands that matter most to us. Um and, and um this constant flow of information we're probably getting inundated with more information than ever. And like I said earlier with the HubSpot's you know free CRM tool, which I encourage you guys to check out. If you don't, you know, don't have much of a budget and CRM is something you think might be of interest to you, by all means check it out. Um but this little sort of sidekick bar and then sort of you know telling you this information about who's consumed your your content and your emails and such like Um, which is ultimately what HubSpot do. Their their main enterprise package will tell you every time somebody is on your website, how they're interacting with pages, what they're doing with your content and for how long. And it's an excellent way of sort of getting a real understanding of how people do engage with your website or not. And then, you know, making sure you can change and tweak that. It's very much a full package of website management, social media management, email, content and, and much more. Um, But obviously, the CRM element is, is, is a free bit that obviously gets you enticed into the brand as a whole. And then later on, you may consume their enterprise packages, you'd like similar features for more areas of your of your marketing. Um, so coming to the end of our time now i generally like to stick to sort of 11-12 minutes um, but uh, that was it really just my, my musings on how technology is changing business um, and how applications have changed away from being sort of client side, i.e. on the PC uh, and now on much desktop base which changes the model in the course of how we consume that in terms of paying for them so it gives us an opportunity to try so many more applications and I think this is just the beginning, I think as we're making this transition and still companies are still got their servers in-house and there really isn't any need to have them any longer Um, and we're getting used to having applications on our mobile phones and in the cloud i.e. on our browsers Um, and I I think it's you know Companies need to change. We need to move away from the old model of owning servers, and uh, and we should be able to work from anywhere on any device. You know, and the technology is there to do so, and it's becoming more and more cost effective than ever before. Um, And this will give you a competitive advantage by doing this, uh, by keeping yourself up to date, realizing the importance of technology in your organisation. Obviously, depending on the size of it, as who then is responsible for making sure that your organisation and your company is getting the best out of technology and the most out of your budget and your money uh, and making sure that you're both competitive and productive um, so that's it for me guys um, any questions at all drop me an email at david david markshaw um, if you like these podcasts you find them useful make sure you subscribe at itunes or on stitcher um, alternatively you can download these episodes from my website which is uh, davidmarkshaw.com thanks for your time guys cheers bye